Good morning, and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer on this Sunday morning. My name is Tom Short, and I'm so glad to have you along. As we get into the Word of God each and every day, pray about it, talk about it, and allow it to affect our lives. This morning is Sunday. I'd like to begin something, maybe a new practice for our Sunday mornings. Music is so important in our Christian life. And I've long contended that Christians, um, ours is a singing religion. Of all the religions on the earth, ours sings, worships in music more than any other religion. And it's such a beautiful thing. It's such a gift and it's such a powerful spiritual weapon against the evil one. And in our own lives, it can lift our spirits. And, you know, sometimes music can be a sad song. It kind of takes us down as well. But we thank God for the power of music. In heaven, there will be a lot of singing. I'd like to, on Sunday mornings, begin doing some, um, um, looking at some songs, both contemporary and more older songs, and talk about them to make sure that when we sing them, we know what we're singing about. Some songs can, you know, we, we, it's so easy to just not even think, what are we singing about? This morning, I'd like to look at one of the all-time classics, A Mighty Fortress is Our God. This is written by Martin Luther. Of course, Martin Luther was the, the, the chief person God used in the Reformation to bring about a, a fresh, new, and reclaim the understanding of salvation by grace through faith alone, apart from works of the law, through faith in Jesus Christ. Of course, by doing this, he went up against all the powers of, of Europe that were predominantly in the Catholic Church. He went against the Pope, who was the most powerful man in the world. And uh, this is a, a, quite a strong thing that he had to do. It took a great deal of courage, not only insight, but courage. Of course, Luther, if you know much about his life, he, he really struggled with guilt. He tried so hard to be pleasing to God, do good enough, and finally, he understood that the righteous shall live by faith. Romans chapter 1. The righteous shall live by faith. And the justification comes through faith apart from works of the law found in Romans chapter 3. One song that he wrote in the midst of his courage and that captured his courage is called A Mighty Fortress is Our God. Personally, I grew up Lutheran. Luther, you know, was a Lutheran. This was a standard song in Lutheran, Lutheran church. Luther wrote many, many hymns. Not a whole lot of them have been translated into English. Some have. But he wrote them in German, of course. And this wasn't translated until 300 years after he wrote it. We've only been blessed by this song since the late, mid to late 1800s in those of us in the English language. Um, when I was, when I first got gripped by the Lord as a young man in, in um, high school. The first meeting I went to of our church down in the campus area, which later became one of the Great Commission churches, first church I went to, first meeting I went to was an all-night prayer meeting. My parents were kind of worried and concerned um, what, you know, what, what was it going to be like? Was this some cult group or whatever? They were concerned for me. I remember talking, coming home the next day. I was so excited and I probably wasn't, wasn't smart, wasn't wise, and was just a, a, a kid. But uh, they asked me what I thought about the meeting the night before, the prayer meeting. And, and in great enthusiasm, I said, oh, it was awesome. I mean, they sang A Mighty Fortress is Our God like they really meant it. 
Well, I didn't realize how insulting that would be to them, the implication of our church. But might I encourage you, when we sing, let's sing like we mean it. Let's sing the word I like robustly, from the heart. Let's sing uh, with all of our heart to the Lord. And a song like this would be a great song to sing. I've got a little bit different technology here, so let's look at the words of it. And I'm, and I'm going to comment as we go through it. A mighty fortress is our God. This comes from Psalm 46, where it says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in time of trouble. I might add, by the way, if you're concerned about the Ukraine situation, Psalm 46 is a great psalm to be looking at. At the end it says, He makes wars to cease from the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. Cease striving and know that I am God. I will be exalted in the heavens. I'll be exalted on the earth. But Psalm 46 is what inspired Luther to sing to, to write this hymn. And we read here, A mighty fortress is our God, a bulwark, a strength, a... a, a uh, defense never failing, our helper, he amid the flood of mortal ills prevailing. Indeed, the mortal ills can be, the, the, the trials, the challenges of this life can be like a flood. It can seem like they prevail. For where does they come from? For still our ancient foe doth seek to work us woe. His craft and power are great and armed with cruel hate on earth is not his equal. Luther saw who the enemy was. He saw that our ancient foe, who was it? It wasn't the, uh, the, the earthly powers. It wasn't the kings. It wasn't the, the people who wanted to kill him. There was an ancient, there was a, it goes back to the Garden of, of Eden, the devil, the serpent, is our ancient foe. And he does seek to work us well. My friends, I hope, we talk a lot here in our daily word and prayer about God, but we also talk about our enemy. He's real. I hope you realize that there is a powerful spiritual enemy. On earth, there is no equal to his power. Only God is greater than him in power. And his, his craft or his, his scheming and his, and his hatred, his craft and power great, but his hatred for us, our ancient foe does seek to work us well. He does seek to work us well. You've got an enemy who wants to destroy you. You best realize that. Don't be naive to the battle we face. Second verse, did we in our own strength confide? Our striving would be losing. We're not the right man on our side. Who's that? Jesus Christ, the man of God's own choosing. Does to ask who that may be? Christ Jesus is he, Lord Sabaoth, or the Lord of hosts, the Lord of God's armies. Lord Sabaoth is his name. From age to age, he is the same, and he must win the battle. Second verse of this song reminds us, we best draw upon our spiritual power, strength, captain of our salvation in Jesus Christ, because apart from him, We'll lose. Did we our in strength confide? Our striving would be losing. We'd be overwhelmed. We'd be overpowered. But we, we must learn how to call upon the power of God. The weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, Paul writes in 2 Corinthians 10. But they're mighty before God. And we have mighty weapons of the word of God, of truth. We have mighty weapons of prayer. 
The gospel is a mighty weapon. Righteousness is a mighty weapon. These all come to us through Jesus Christ. And these are weapons we want to use. Verse 3. And though this world with devils filled, and it is, should threaten to and undo us, we will not fear, for God has willed His truth to triumph through us. How encouraging. Here was a man who the, the greatest powers on earth were, had, a, had a bounty on his life. The greatest powers on earth wanted to take him down. His life was in danger. And, and he's, what does he say? Though the world is filled with devils, though the world's after me, I won't fear. Why? Because my eyes are on God. Because I'm a servant of God. Because our God is greater. And, I, and we will prevail. Not the, not the devils of the earth. We will prevail. And though this world with devils filled should threaten to undo us, we will not fear, for God has willed His truth to triumph through us. Brothers and sisters, what an awesome thing. Our God is a God of truth. Luther, of course, changed the world. And the world changed as a result of Him taking a stand for what's true. And sometimes you never know. Do you think He had any idea? When he posted those 95 theses on the door in the church in Wittenberg, do you think he had any idea that, that this was going to be one of the most, most earth-shattering events in the history of the world? It would bring Europe into, shall we say, the modern age. It, it affected the entire way about how people saw a relationship with God. I doubt he had any idea. And sometimes we take a stand for what's true, and we have no idea how God is going to use that and and. And sometimes beyond our wildest imagination when we invite God into our lives and into what we do. We will not fear, for God hath willed his truth to triumph through us. The prince of darkness grim, Satan, we tremble not for him. His rage we can endure. We don't, we don't ask for it, we don't want it, but we can endure it. Why? For lo, his doom is sure. One little word shall fell him well what's that word verse last verse that word above all earthly powers no thanks to them abideth the spirit and the gift are ours through him who with god sideth the let goods and kindred go this mortal life also live a life of sacrifice live a life that has priorities Live a life that knows eternity is what matters most. Sometimes this earth, goods, things we own, kindred, loved ones, family, let them go. Why? The, the goods and kindred go. Why? Because they may kill the body. And sometimes we, the, the love of things of this earth or love of people on this earth causes us to lose courage and become fearful of what others can do to us. Luther urged us, let goods and kindred go. This mortal life also. The body they may kill, but God's truth abideth still. His kingdom is forever. What an awesome song. Sorry, in the technology, it's a little bit out of, out of focus here. I guess I can see. I'll work on that for, for next week, but um, I hope you've been blessed. I'm blessed by this song. When I sing this song, 
I sing it like I mean it. I sing it robustly. I sing it out loud. What an awesome song of spiritual conflict and the victory of Jesus Christ over the foe who is mighty and strong and who comes after us with all he's got, but who will ultimately be doomed because God's truth, no matter what they do to us, God's truth abides still. Praise the Lord. Father in heaven, we thank you for your mighty kingdom and that you are a mighty fortress. We can run into you and be eternally safe. Though we may struggle here on earth, though we may have battles and fights here on earth, though the evil one may seem to prevail here on earth, he shall not. Ultimately, our God reigns. Our God is, is the victor. Thank you, Jesus Christ. You are the, the Lord of Sabbath. The, the, you are the commander of the Lord's armies. And we thank you that you're only a prayer way and you come to our aid. And we thank you that you strengthen us even when the earthly powers seem to be prevailing. You strengthen us on the inside. You give us your peace. You give us courage. And we thank you. We pray for this, Father. We pray that I pray, Lord, those, me and those on this live stream and those who listen here and those throughout our country. I pray for the believers in Ukraine today. I pray for people around the earth, those in India who join us and from Europe who join us. I pray, Father, you give us a, a, a godly courage, a godly courage. We live in a day when, as Luther had to stand for what's true, Lord, we live in such a spiritual battle of truth versus error. The evil one seems to have so much power, and, and what is false seems to have so much power in our, in our modern communication, in our education, and, and in our government, and so, so forth. And we pray, O oh Father, that we would have the courage that Luther wrote about there, and that he displayed, and that we'd have the courage that Paul showed us, and Timothy, and we'd have the courage that we see in the life of Jesus Christ. These were the men who were victorious. And these are the men today, long after their enemies fought them and even killed them. These are the people hundreds, thousands of years later are still heroic figures. And we know are reigning with you, Jesus Christ, in, in eternal life and eternal glory. Keep our mind on that. Thank you for the words of this song. They inspire us. We bless you and praise you in Jesus' holy name. Amen, amen, and amen. Thanks for being with me today. I pray God blesses you on this. If you got a song you want me to comment on or write uh, or each uh, next Sunday or the following Sunday, drop me, in, drop me an email at tom at tomthepreacher.com and let me know. If you're new today, welcome. So glad you're here. We're here every day. 8.30 a.m. We're live, but you can watch later in the day. Or you, if you come here live, leave a comment and, and uh, tell me where you're from. Say hi. Join with others. If you've got a prayer request, leave it. People here will pray for you. And later on in the day, if you want to watch or if you want to listen on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms, just search for Tom the Preacher. And, uh, and if you come here to YouTube, Tom the Preacher is my channel. You can find me. Subscribe. Um, hit the notify button. Join with us. Leave a comment below. Like the video and leave a comment below. I always like to know who's here, and especially if you're new. Uh, say hi. and Tell me how you know me, or if you do, and, and say hi. Okay? God bless you. You have a great day. Remember, our God is a mighty fortress. You can run to him and be safe. More than safe, better than safe, you can run to him and be victorious 
and prevail. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.